You are listening to Gangland Wire, hosted by former Kansas City Police Intelligence Unit Detective Gary Jenkins. Well, Merry Christmas, all you wiretappers out there. This is a special little Merry Christmas episode, very short. I just want to let you guys know how much I appreciate all of you who have uh, listened to me and let me know you listened to me and, and sent me some money every once in a while and bought my movie. And you're still buying my, now you're buying my new movie, uh, Brothers Against Brothers. And I've got a lot of good reports back on that. Like people really like it. And I, I tell you the truth, I'm really proud of it. But not really, really I'm not really here to do a commercial. Uh, I just want to let you know I've got a Christmas present for you. I'm doing a couple, I've already done uh, a couple of podcast episodes, and I'm going to release them very close around Christmas Day. I think maybe one is uh, the 23rd, and the other one is maybe on the 25th or the 26th. I can't remember. I have to go back and look. But anyhow, uh, you know, then you get tired of, uh, you know, all those relatives in there talking. You can just go outside or go out to the, the garage and light up a cigar and go out in the patio and, and, uh, sip on your drink and, and listen to a little known story that was revealed by Sammy the Bull Gravano when, when he turned on uh, Gotti and the whole organization. Uh, this was one that, that they didn't see coming. They knew it was out there. The FBI, the U.S. Attorney, knew this was out there, and, and Sammy the Bull really locked it in for them. They had been picking up on the wiretap, or actually they had been picking up on a hidden microphone there in that apartment that was up above the Ravenite Social Club, that there was some guy who was a policeman or a lawyer or a golfer or something they didn't know, and he was a cousin to somebody, and it might be somebody named Pete. Uh, and, and they started, and, and this guy was talking to Gotti. Uh, they couldn't figure out who it was, and, and, you know, they had no idea. And, you know, what's interesting is Sammy the Bull's the one that really put this guy in, in the trick bag in the end when he turned. And the first information that he relayed to Gotti, of course, not directly to Gotti, but through a, a, an, an underling of Gotti's, uh, the first information that he relayed was about several hidden microphones that were in businesses owned by Sammy the Bull Gravano. So, you know, there's no honor among thieves, huh, for sure. But in, as a bonus, in the second episode of this story, I have a man who is originally from Kansas City, an interesting guy. I worked the case on him back in the 90s. Actually, I, I didn't personally work it. I was a supervised the surveillance team that helped the FBI work a case on him, and he's now out, and, and, and we have connected up here lately, and, and he met Gotti's informant, the one that, that they're trying to figure out who he was so hard, and worked with him in the bakery in the, one of the federal penitentiaries that, that John was in, John St. John's his name. So this is quite a story. It's, I'm going to tell you how the guy got started talking to Gotti and what his motivation was, it appears like. And, and uh, you know, he talked to Gotti's people. Now, I say he's talking to, talking to Gotti. He talked to Gotti's people, and they passed on the word, told him about wiretaps and hidden microphones that were out there and who was informing when indictments were being handed down, identified jurors in mob trials so they could maybe go out and try to bribe somebody and, and anything else they wanted to know. And he, he was making some pretty decent money. God, he kind of had him on a, on a retainer and would pay him in, uh, up to five figures if, uh, if it was a really juicy piece of information. 
you know, then continue telling the story how this intrepid FBI agent practically wore out a, a pair of shoes. Wore out. We used to say, if you want to solve a case, you got to expend some shoe leather on it. That means you got to get out and bang on doors. You got to talk to people. You got to try to find witnesses. You got to follow clues wherever they go, and and not just sit back in your office and and maybe try to call an informant or or look at some video or something. You know, you got to get out there and bang on doors and, and hit the streets. And he solved the mystery of who this man was, because even Sammy the Bull didn't know who he was. But when they put it all together, then that guy ends up in the penitentiary with my friend uh, John St. John. So, you know, as an aside, here in Kansas City, we had a couple of different guys when I worked intelligence that we knew were a little too close to mob guys. And, you know, in both cases, we were able to set them up and caught them running license numbers in the DMV computer for an address. And so they didn't really last so long. They didn't, they didn't last too long after that. Uh, actually, one of them did go ahead and retire. Uh, he, I see him every once in a while. I've seen him a couple of times a day. He always gives me this fisheye look. Like, <laughs> I think, you know, I know who you are, dude. Uh, and, and he says, yeah, I know who you are, too, but we never say a word about it. Now, on another note, uh, finish off here with this little shorty that just Merry Christmas episode, because uh, I'm leaving. I'm heading south, man. I'm heading south tomorrow. Uh, with my beautiful wife, as, as John Prine's song says, you know, just leave those nylons at home, honey. It Leave them pretty legs showing. It's hot down where we're going. Of course, it won't really be that hot, but it'll be much warmer than it is here. Um, I just listened to another mafia podcast today when I went over to the gym and went on the treadmill. I haven't been doing enough exercise. I've been spending too much behind time behind the mic in front of the computer. And, and this friend of mine, Scott Bernstein, who has uh, the mob blog called Gangster Report, has a mob podcast that's kind of like ours here. Original Gangsters is the name of it, and I highly recommend it. You know, there's very few of us out there that are doing just this. There's a lot of horror crime, true crime podcasts, a lot of missing persons, true crime podcasts, uh, rape and kidnapping and sodomy and, and all those kinds of crimes. Very few that focus on the complicated schemes of the mafia and the and the convoluted things they get into and the complex organizations they have and, and try to enlighten and educate people about that and educate myself and, and like my friend Cam, educate him about this too. He, he's a great researcher too, by the way. Cam, I, if you listen to this, I haven't said anything, but I really appreciate what you've done for me over the last few months because I was so tied up with all this uh, uh, mob film festival and finishing my movie, Brothers Against Brothers, so I appreciate it. Um, Anyhow, um, Scott has this as a, Scott has this new podcast called Original Gangsters. He doesn't put them out quite as often as I do, and I don't really feel bad about you know promoting somebody else's mob podcast because I think there's more than enough to go around. Uh, but he gets into the real story. He has sources uh, in law enforcement and in the mob, uh, and this one I listened to today was an interview with the son of Jimmy Hoffa's stepson, Chucky O'Brien. Of course, you know that's hot right now because of the Irishman. And you know, if you saw that film, that that film indicated that Jimmy Hoffa's stepson, this Chucky O'Brien, was a man who drove Hoffa to his death. And the now this is the stepson of the stepson. That Chucky O'Brien had a stepson uh, who wrote this book. His name is Jack Goldsmith. And say, oh, the, the title of the book is In Hoffa's Shadow. So Chucky O'Brien grew up in Hoffa's Shadow, and this Jack Goldsmith grew up in Chucky O'Brien's Shadow. And you could tell by listening to him, there's a lot of, of uh, uh, 
respect and love for their stepfather for bo in both these cases. Really interesting that if you think about it. Uh, and, and Chucky O'Brien, you know, his uh, real father supposedly was a, a Kansas City gangster who was a, a kind of a minor gangster. I guess it would be this, um, oh God, I just lost his name. It's not probably not that important now. He was a bodyguard to Charlie Bonaggio, who was one of our mob bosses in the, oh, the 30s all the way up to the 50s. Uh, Charlie Bonaggio became famous in 1951 because himself and one of his other mob uh, his political, the political end of the Kansas City crime family, Charlie Gargata and Charlie Bonaggio got killed at the Democratic, First War Democratic Club. And it was really famous. You probably have seen the, the image. It's on my app. Uh, it's a smiling picture of Harry Truman looking out over a dead body laying on the floor. So both these guys were killed in 1951 and, and really stirred up. It, was a, it caused a nationwide stir and the one of those commissions, the, uh, uh, God, I can't think of the name of it. Anyhow, one of, those, one of those commissions that goes around and investigates, the congressional commissions that goes around and investigates the mob uh, came to Kansas City primarily because of that, the murder of the two Charlies. But, uh, you know, in, in interviewing this uh, son of, stepson of Chucky O'Brien, uh, Jack Goldsmith, he's a really bright guy. He's a, he's a lawyer. He worked for the U.S. Attorney's Office uh, for quite a while in his career. And he, he researched this book, he said, for seven or eight years. He had, uh, uh, he revered his stepfather, but he was really unflinching when he described uh, Chucky O'Brien's relationship with Hoffa and with members of the Detroit mob like Vito Giacalone, who you know he indicates was probably the man on this deal. He doesn't really buy the, uh, the Irishman story that uh, Chucky O'Brien drove his stepfather to the uh, murder scene. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really buy it either. It seemed kind of strange. I guess you know if you listen to that thing Cam and I did on this. But uh, anyhow, the uh, uh, to read you a little something out of the what the Amazon thing says in office in Hoffa's shadow. The author tells a moving story of how he re reunited with his stepfather after he disowned him, and then set out to unravel one of the 20th century's most persistent mysteries, and what Chucky O'Brien's role was in it, and along the way. Mr. Goldsmith explores Hoffa's rise to the top of the Teamsters Union and his fall. And he kind of cast a little a new light on uh, some of the uh, uh, surveillance state that we've gotten into and, and on the architects of Hoffa's disappearance and heart-rending complexities. Uh, and he explains some of the really heart-rending complexity, complexities, can't say that word, complexities of love and loyalty. So it's a great podcast, and I really recommend if you're interested in that whole Hoffa story, which I think everybody is, I recommend you do that. Uh, I'm going to end this now. Uh, again, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and uh, look for my little Christmas presents. And, and another thing, I'll have another special one out. I'm doing several after those two Gotti stories I'm doing. I'll probably skip a week at New Year's, and then I've got another Scott Gotti story, and I'm going to be on a live news show from something called Newsmax, Newsmax.com. They have live news. It's, it, I don't know. I can't tell what it is. I've never. I'm not. I don't have cable TV. I just use. Uh, I'm. I'm cut, cut. I cut my cable. I just use the apps for the different uh, Amazon and 
all that and some antenna TV. So uh, you look up that Newsmax, and they have live shows all the time. And this is going to be on January the 16th from 7 to 8. They're going to have me on as a as a mob expert. Uh, so I'll have a podcast telling another Gotti story or two because that whole live podcast is going to be about Gotti, and I've had to uh, brush up a little bit. And then a little bit about they're going to ask me questions about MS-13 and and uh, other, uh, you know, Mexican cartels and the new modern transnational organized crime gang. So I've got to brush up on them a little bit too. So no commercials, uh, just stuff coming out of my mouth today, and I'm not even going to edit this. Edit this. So uh, if you notice, I I do make mistakes every now and then, and then uh, I try to edit them out as edit them out as best I can. Uh, good evening, wiretappers. <music> Music provided by our good friend and super fan from Portland, Oregon, Casey McBride. Thanks, Casey.